Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the other day, the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Dwayne Casey, said of Game 4 that this is about pride. That's just about pride. And that we'll find out. You know, The Raptors will go out there and they will play, and I'm paraphrasing some of it. But he essentially said the, the end game here is to find out uh, what the Toronto Raptors are made of. Uh, I think we kind of already knew that, uh, but if there were any questions, if there was any kind of doubt on who the real Toronto Raptors are, uh, then we, we found out. Uh, we found out by 35 points, we found out, a 128-93 to demolishing of the number one seed. The Toronto Raptors were disemboweled by LeBron James in this particular playoff series. And while many of the mainstream media types will focus in on LeBron James and 
how majestic and glorious LeBron was and how dignified. That's not the story at all. That's the wrong side to focus on because this was not a competition. It's You go to a sporting event, you, you think, in theory, one of the reasons we like this uh, for, for most, I think you'd agree with me on this, is that there are two people or two teams competing against each other and to find out who is the king, who's the, the top. And we didn't get any of that here. Uh, none of that. Uh, what a pathetic performance. Humiliating. I would say humiliating, but this is the same old song and dance for the Toronto Raptors. And there's really nothing to break down in the game itself. There's nothing to focus in on in the game itself because one team decided they wanted to show up and they wanted to play and the other team decided they didn't. And so anytime a team loses and has a stretch of stinkage the way the Toronto Raptors have had, and I know we don't talk very much Toronto Raptors basketball, but but they had, by their standards, a flawless regular season. They're the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and all year the mantra had been that the attitude had changed, that it's not the same old Toronto Raptors, and it certainly looked like that for a long portion of the regular season. They, they were the top team in the Eastern Conference. They beat out Boston. Cleveland wasn't even going for it with their their roster, and so here we sit in early May, and the Toronto Raptors have been vanished. They've disappeared from the NBA playoffs. And so what happens now? What happens now? Let's discuss because the better story is in the losing locker room. And before we get into a deep dive situation, let's hear from some of those losers on the Toronto side, led by Dwayne Casey, the coach who's uh, he's got this this concession speech down pat. He knows what it's like to lose to Cleveland. He's done it pretty much, well, since he's been to Toronto, he's done it all the time, right, Coach? You're looking at one, probably one of the guys that's going to go down as one of the greatest ever. But at some point, that's going to come down. That's going to change. We've seen it all. We've seen it with Michael. We've seen it with Kobe. We've seen it a lot of great players. For whatever reason, we got the unlucky draw every year of going against them. But it's going to come a time when that gauntlet is going to come down. And why not us? Well, yeah, but isn't it more fun to beat LeBron while he's still good? I mean, it's like, come on. I, I don't disagree with Dwayne Casey. He is right. I mean, there, somebody's going to get the, the, the booby prize in free agency. They're going to sign LeBron James thinking they're getting this vintage of LeBron James, and they're not going to get that vintage of LeBron James. They're going to get the diminishing returns version of LeBron James. That is going to happen, but that doesn't take away from how inept the Toronto Raptors happen to be. And all you need to know about this is how how Indiana, who I don't think anyone would say is more talented, their roster, the Indiana Pacers, than the Toronto Raptors, but how they actually weren't intimidated. They lost. They lost the, the series, but they they put the Cleveland Cavaliers on the ropes. All right, here's more from from Dwayne Casey, who points out the, the obvious when it comes to his basketball team in the postseason. We had a heck of a season as far as the regular season is concerned, but there's another level 
we have to learn to get to and make that commitment to get to as an organization and as a team. There's a different level, and you just saw it tonight. The question becomes, do they have that? Do they have that in them? Because it certainly didn't appear like it when the series was over. It's a one-game sweep. This was a one-game sweep. After game one, that was it. Uh, LeBron had to have a game winner. Wait a minute, Maller. Okay. Let's uh, let's be realistic about this stuff. Toronto, all they had to do was make how many how many missed layups? They, they shot like sixteen percent the final nine minutes, last four minutes and change of regulation in game one, and the five minutes of overtime. And we we talk about Houdini acts in the playoffs, and James Harden has had some for the Rockets, but this this is wow! I mean, this is a whole new level, a whole new level for the Toronto Raptors. Now, if you were to look at an individual and say, who is the the real bad guy as far as the players are concerned? Who's the one that has to take the the brunt of the criticism for the Raptors? Well, you'd focus in on DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, who in this series, the four-game sweep, took 66 shots to score 67 points. (laughs) (laughs) six let me repeat that i know we're on radio and it's sometimes you don't hear this stuff clearly because you're working or you're trying to sleep or whatever demar Derozan, who just got last year a a contract of 139 million dollars to stay in toronto Took 66 shots to score 67 points in a playoff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, DeMar, explain. I mean, you're the, listen, you're the face of the franchise, DeMar DeRozan. I'm sure you've got a great explanation as to why the Raptors have been vanished from the playoffs yet again. Yes, tell me. Maybe they just got our number. Oh. Things just oh. don't go right for us. Whatever it is, it could be a lot of things. All I know is last three years they have – been a reason why we have an event so whatever that is I, I i couldn't sit up here and tell you one specific thing uh can we put a mirror up can we put a mirror up so the mark can look at the mirror maybe then he'll be able to explain better mirror mirror on the wall who's the weakest of them all oh! demar Derozan. yeah all right uh, here's one more from DeMar DeRozan. You've got to be upset, DeMar. You've got to be devastated. I mean, this is embarrassing for your professional basketball career. You're the 10th highest paid player in the NBA, and you have made it a work of art to get stomped on by LeBron James and the midgets around LeBron James. It's something we got to you know, understand that if it don't kill you, it make you stronger. We got to carry that over team-wise, individual-wise, and like I said, get ready for the next go-round. The voice of someone that has $139 million guaranteed. Brother. That is, that is not much concern. All right, so let's get into this. Now, who's the fall guy for the Toronto Raptors? Now, it should be in a perfect world where all things are fair. It should be DeMar DeRozan. should be DeMar DeRozan. That should be the guy that has to walk the plank. But it ain't going to be DeMar DeRozan. I don't believe they have the courage in the front office in Toronto to trade DeRozan. They were just so excited they were able to get him to stick around. They were so happy. They signed him to that massive contract extension, and he's locked up 
for the next several seasons under contract to Toronto. He's got a player option for 2020, but the next couple of years he is a member of the Toronto Raptors. So it's not going to be DeMar DeRozan. I don't think they're going to do that. The, the, the guy that's going to lose his job here is Dwayne Casey. Now, I pointed out the other day, and some people who listen to the show in Canada were offended. Like I said, I would have fired Dwayne Casey after the second game of the playoffs. I'd like to take that back. I would have fired him after the first game of the playoff series against Cleveland. So I, I was, that was an erroneous, irrational statement to say I would have waited to, to, to game two. I would have fired him after game one. You're fired. Is what I would have done. So Dwayne Casey's the guy. My thoughts on this, you've got DOA, gutless, and the good egg. All right? First of all, the Toronto Raptors, after game one, were the def, you know, DOA dead on arrival. That was the Toronto Raptors against Cleveland. They talked a good game. They talked in these haikus about how it was going to be different. It wasn't going to be the same old Toronto Raptors. And yet, with the game on the line, all, right, all they had to do was make a, a couple of bunnies, couple of bunnies, layups, tippins, bupkis. They got bupkis. And the body language, if you could imagine in a nightmare scenario where there's like five Jay Cutler's playing basketball. That's what the Toronto Raptors said. They all had the body language of Jay Cutler. All of them. The defeatist, woe is me attitude. That's your Toronto Raptors. They were going through the motions. You could see it. You didn't have to be in the gym. You could see it on your television, what was going on. The second thing here, you know, it's, it's a, a tough road to hoe when you call someone gutless. But the Toronto Raptors played gutless basketball, right? Now, I don't know what in the real world what the what's going on, but from a basketball standpoint, just talking basketball, that was misconduct. That was deliberate indifference by the Toronto Raptors. We, we kid around, we toss words around like spineless, gutless, and all that. But those things apply from a basketball standpoint. And again, I go back to my example, Indiana. The Indiana Pacers are not a more talented team than the Toronto Raptors. But the Indiana Pacers played with an edge. They weren't intimidated because of, oh, my God, LeBron James. They didn't have that attitude. What happened to the competitive spirit of Toronto? Are they that mentally weak? I guess the answer is yes. It's a rhetorical question. Are they that mentally weak? We're just the very vision of LeBron James is enough to met, make them need a depends, and uh, they're, they're wetting their diapers. Is, is that the case? It certainly looked like that. And the, the final thing, uh, Dwayne Casey, by all accounts, is a good egg. Right? Nice guy, but doesn't matter. It's professional sports. Someone's going to have to walk the plank. There's a pound of flesh. And the fact that Dwayne Casey came back and was given another opportunity and it didn't work out, well, Thank you. We'll pay you a nice amount of money, and uh, we've got to bring someone else in here, someone else in to try to light a fire, or else we're going to have to set a fire to the franchise. So that's that's pretty much where the Raptors are at this point. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, there's a line open. Like we, all the lines are open. Uh, you can be part of this at 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- 
96.9. We're also on Facebook, Ben Maller Show on Facebook. That's Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Of course, Twitter, just Ben Maller. And we say hello to Ralph, who's in for Eddie again tonight. The Ralph Irvin is right over there. Take an E. My ass. Didn't to come chat with me before the show. I was somewhat hurt by that. I so I expect you to come to our production meetings. You didn't show up, Ralph. Uh, yesterday you said I was stalking you. Oh, did I say that to your face? I thought I only said that behind your back. I said that to your face, really? Yeah, you said it on the air. Oh, I said it on the air. <laughs> oh. You were supposed to dump that, Danny. That's a bad job by you. I told you to dump that. when I, I hear it live, Ben. It can't be dumped. No, no, I can be dumped. I'm in a different studio. I can dump it. We, we're on a delay. What I say is like five seconds. No, I'm able to break out of hold, but you can't be dumped. No, 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 no. I'm in a different studio. I'm in a different world than you're in. I just dumped your entire argument, you guys. Yeah, there's no argument. Now, kumbaya, me and Ralph are roasting marshmallows down by the fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything good with you, Ralph? Do you get enough, enough sleep there? Everything all right? Everything's great. Anything new in your life? Just here with you. That's new enough. All right. You're as big a wordsmith as Eddie. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So the Boston Celtics, uh, a lot of a lot of betters like the Celtics' chances to close out the 76ers. And surprisingly, Philadelphia did not pull the Toronto Raptors and plan a nice tropical vacation. They still have that vacation, but they're going to have to wait a couple of days to go on vacation as the 76ers win 103-92, to an ensemble cast. But the big headline, the big headline is the coaching decision of Brett Brown. He put T.J. McConnell into the starting lineup, so Philadelphia went with dueling point guards, and Robert Covington was sent to the bench. Uh, Covington has been not only a basketball player, he's been lousy for most of this particular playoff series. And so the Sixers at death's doorstep decided, all right, uh, we'll we'll make a change. Uh, it also helped that the officials uh, played a, a surprising role. As, that never happens in the NBA. The one thing I can say about the NBA, this is very rare. This is an outlier. Now, the Celtics didn't play well, but I, I, I did a, a show earlier. I was doing a monologue about the Celtics in Boston, and I, I put it, I didn't, didn't focus in on the officials. And so people got very upset with me. They're like, what are you doing? That was the story of the game. I didn't think the Celtics played very well. Now, the, part of the reason the Celtics didn't play very well was half the roster was in foul trouble in the second quarter. There were four of the key players for the Celtics that all had three fouls with about two minutes to go until halftime. Uh, that, is not, that is not an enviable position to be in. But in general, the, the Celtics who did play – uh, they played tentative. They didn't pass the basketball with the same gusto that they had. They only had 16 assists in this game, and usually the Celtics end up with more assists. The, the assist-to-turnover ratio is normally in their favor. That was not the case here. So I file this into the hiccup category. I put this into the hiccup category. Now, as far as the chances that the 76ers are going to come back and win this, uh, I, I've looked at all of the things that have been said. I, it's now 130, 130 times a team has fallen behind three games to none and lost the series, 130. It's only happened, I think, three times that a team has come back 
and even forced a Game 7. So I think the chances are high. I think the Sixers have a 0% chance of coming back and winning this particular series. So this was more of a hiccup than anything else. And the Sixers, well, they, they certainly showed more effort than I expected. I thought they would, would roll over a bit. They didn't. Uh, they certainly also got helped. Shout out to the officiating uh, with a little extra push. In fact, how much of a push? How much of a push, you ask? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. The Celtics were called for, for 20. There were 28 fouls that were called on the Celtics. That is the most that have been called in any one game this entire playoffs for the Celtics. This postseason, the Celtics have, have averaged 20 foul calls. They got called for eight extra fouls in this particular game. Uh, and and that's a hey let's uh, let's you know, manipulate let's help out a little bit let's uh, let's give the benefit of the doubt in favor of the home team in this case the Philadelphia 76ers to provide some content uh, when this comes back around on Wednesday night all right let's hear from the losing locker room and then we'll do a deeper question let's go to Brad Stevens the the move of the night was on the other side TJ McConnell uh, Brad Stevens, I'm sure you're going to rip T.J. McConnell of the Sixers and say that he's overrated and that, that he's not going to play that well again. Yes? He was great. Oh. He's a tough guy. And All right. He's a heck of a basketball player. And, you know, Obviously, we didn't do a great job defending him, and his impact was tremendous. All right, so here's a simple question. Brad Stevens, coach of the Celtics, tell the guy listening right now in Beaver Dam, tell the guy listening in Beaver Dam why you lost of the game. Tell him. Tell him we right now. play. Philly played better. Oh, they were more physical. Brett okay. did a great job. Yeah, they got a heck of a coaching staff. Oh, they stop. got a heck of a, a roster of stop. players. They're a really good team. Please, they beat us. We'll watch the film. We'll try to improve where we can improve, and we just have to play better. That was right out of the book. That was like he he had read SportsCliche.com before he got out to the dais. He's like, okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna take the losing locker room. You credit the other team. You're respectful. You're humble. All of that. Boring, boring. All right, let's uh, let's hear from uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Oh no, Brett Brown. We hear from Brett Brown. See, Coop. There's multiple Browns here. You got to go. Uh, you got to announce your Browns. What can Brown do for you? That's what you got to do. All right. Anyway, let's hear from Brett Brown, the Sixers head coach here. And uh, what are you going to do? Guess see, you're down three games to one. So game five. Wednesday at eight o'clock Eastern Time. I'm sure you're going to put T.J. McConnell back in the on the bench, right? You're going to handcuff him to the bench. Is that correct, Coach Brown? I mean, you'd think we'd go with it, wouldn't you? I don't think I'd be shocking Brad with that declaration oh. and showing my hand. But you'd think so, Marshall. Like, Marshall. you know, we'll all go back my and talk ben. about it. I don't think it's gimmicky. I think it's real, and uh, I would suspect that we would. You suspect? Interesting. So it's a suspect. I see what you did there, like a minor league player. All right, so here's where we are. The, the Celtics are still going to win the series. The Sixers saved some face. They saved a little embarrassment from being swept out of the playoffs. And now after Wednesday, they will go on their merry way. And this sets us up for the Eastern Conference Finals to begin, what, Friday night? Or do they push it back to Sunday? I mean, you'd, th- you'd think. You'd think they'd start it on Friday night, right? You'd think they'd start it on Friday night. All right, so there's a, there's a deeper question here because we do deep. We do deep questions is what we do. They keep, no, we do. We're, we're not just on the surface. No, no, no. 
So this was on the NBA, uh, inside the NBA. Thank God uh, Kenny Smith was back because, man, that show sucked without him. So Kenny Smith was there, and uh, they were doing their usual BS, and they posed the question, and I think we'll steal it from them because why not? For the next five years, would you rather be the Philadelphia 76ers or the Boston Celtics? Now, the popular pick by popular people is to go with the 76ers. That's the wrong answer, though. I think if you've watched this series, well, this is a small sample size. I think you've had to have been enlightened with what has gone on. Uh, And you've got the micro and the macro, but the answer is the Celtics in both the micro and the macro. My thoughts on this, you've got the fatal flaw, the riches of Solomon, and timing. We'll, We'll link everything together for you. But the first thing is kind of obvious. Watching the Philadelphia 76ers play basketball, uh, while they have blue-chip talent, they are lacking in many areas. Well, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. There are some some major difficulties. You talk about being bogged down if you're the Sixers and, and this, this limit. I don't know if glass ceiling is the right term, but Ben Simmons can't shoot. He can't. He, can't, he cannot make an outside shot. Now, he can make shots in the basket. You know, inside the, the painted area, he's fine. But that is going to impede the Sixers reaching a certain level. And this idea that Ben Simmons is going to go and, and he's going back to Australia in the offseason and he's going to figure it all out, right, that this, this difficulty he's going to be able to overcome, uh, it, it's nice. And there are examples of players – that have been able to do it. But here's what you need to know about players that came into the NBA that couldn't shoot and then learned out how to shoot in the NBA. Those are outliers. That's the exception to the rule. So Philadelphia is going to have to bet on the exception to the rule. Now, in, in most circles of life, if you bet on the exception to the rule, you're not going to come out a winner. You're not. And I recall there's been so many guards over the years or players in general that couldn't shoot. They say, oh, if only this guy had a jump shot. Man, that guy would be great. More recently, the, the name that comes up is Ricky Rubio, who was in Minnesota. And so, wow, they said the same things about Ricky Rubio that they are now saying about Ben Simmons. There's, they said, ah, I'll teach him how to shoot. He's fine. He, can, he passes like a magician. Well, okay. Ricky Rubio's been in the NBA, now with multiple NBA teams. He still can't shoot. Once in a while, he'll have a good shooting game. But he sucks. Uh, Generally speaking, he's a terrible shooter. Another player that said, ah, he's going to learn how to shoot, Uh, that would be Lonzo Ball. He can't shoot either. Ah, he'll learn how to shoot. Okay, good. You're betting on the exception to the rule. You bet on the exception of the rule. I'll put a pile of players that came into the NBA that couldn't shoot, that never learned how to shoot, in one side of the equation, and then on the other side, I'll put the players that came into the NBA that couldn't shoot that learned how to shoot and became superstars. It's a very small number. It's a very small number. Then you've got Joel Embiid, the glass man, right? Great soundbite and all that, wonderful character, great on Instagram and Twitter and all that. The guy's fragile, right? What happens to fragile players? They don't generally figure it out and become Iron Men. That doesn't normally happen. So this is going to haunt Philadelphia 
through their progression for the next couple of years. And then you've got Brett Brown, who's being celebrated after a complete mess the first three games of this series. Uh, you know, his players didn't help him out either. A lot of people in Philadelphia angry. They're angry anyway. But Brett Brown was exposed for his coaching mistakes. And I haven't even gotten to Markel Fultz, who has a bunch of obstacles that he's going to have to overcome. He made a bunch of mistakes. This going to be very difficult for him as well. The second thing here, for the Celtics, the reason you'd rather have the Celtics is because they not only do they have the uber-talented roster right now, there are not the fatal flaws, at least not yet, to Jason Tatum, to Jalen Brown. Right? They can shoot. They can, they're, not, they're not horrific shooters. They're not made out of glass, those guys as the young players on the Celtics. Terry Rozier can blow by any guard in the NBA. He has been hot and cold. But the Celtics have the riches of Solomon here, and they still don't have Kyrie Irving. They don't have Gordon Hayward. Some of the talk in Boston is to trade Kyrie Irving. I wouldn't do that. He's a good player, but he's coming off knee surgery. The Celtics have to decide what they want to do with Terry Rozier. I would keep Rozier. They also have, in a couple years, I believe the unprotected draft pick, of the Sacramento Kings, which will be a top-five pick because the Kings are inevitably going to be terrible forever. Uh, so they've got that still. And the final thing here, the timing is perfect. Right? The timing is perfect. We heard earlier Dwayne Casey of the Raptors, who didn't want to burn any bridges, right? He didn't want to do that, but he pointed out that he intimated that LeBron James is going to eventually slow down. The aging process. LeBron's past his prime now. It hasn't caught him uh, caught up to him yet. It's going to catch up to him. And the Celtics are in perfect position. Now, you talk about timing being everything, and they're set up. As LeBron starts going down and the Celtics begin their ascent, and LeBron's going out and the Celtics are going in, uh, that's a pretty good spot to be in. So, again, the, the answer is the right answer is the Celtics. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to the man, the myth, the legend, he's got no nicknames other than Ralph. Ralph Irvin, who's in for Eddie. Hello. Shut up, Ralph. You, you, Shut up! You Meshuggah. What's going on, Ralph? Aloha, my friend. Aloha means goodbye. And hello. Yes. You provide us yet again, Ralph, with bupkis, which I love. That You know, I'm just trying to, to fill the void. Yeah. You should do one update and just repeat it every, uh, you should do that, you know, every 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Okay, I, I I don't know how that What's would be going beneficial. On, I feel like I feel like you're. Are we? Are we? I mean, what, you know what we need to do? We need a karaoke ticket to dress this up. You know what? Let's do a karaoke ticket. Are you there? Real talk. Save me. Real talk. Save me. Help me. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, Ralph is like a barrel of monkeys, full of energy. Ralph, yes. Red, Red Bull Ralph is what I call him. You know what Ralph is? Sentence? Ralph is a storyteller. He's very verbose. He's got a lot to say. He wants to add to the show. You know, key to talk radio is you would, you help the conversation grow. And, mm-hmm, and that's one mm-hmm. thing. Ralph, Ralph does not bring the conversation to a halt at all. No, 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 no. That does no, not happen. You do happen. a good job of that yourself. That does not happen. I'm talking, Ralph. Something yeah, I'm, trying you should, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pick a song, but Coop ain't jump back there. Let me tell him the song to pick. Uh, that's because Coop's surfing the internet. I don't know what he's doing. I, I put he's you on hold so Coop could go back I, I, to you. Coop, why did you work. not go back to him? Because then we immediately did the MLB pick him, and then I forgot about we him. We had a top-of-the-hour timeout. There was like five minutes at the top of the hour. <laughs> I just said I forgot about him after the MLB pick him. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. If you, Dude, those are my well, feelings. Well, when you, you just hurt them. Well, when you call, Damn. if you call at the top of the hour, Coop does not usually screen those calls till he gets back. So he doesn't check the phones at the top of the hour. He checks out for about five. He takes a little mental break there. So, all right, we'll put you back on hold. We're going to stretch this out real talk. It's um, one thing Coop does here. It's he a is, tease. He's on the ball. All right, that's it. He does not let anything get by the goalkeeper. Well, uh, what song do you want? Just say the song. No, he wants to do it. It's a surprise, stupid. All right, hold on, real talk. All right, do this off the air, and then he'll forget. Uh, Coop will forget again. He's, you know. Yesterday, I liked the suggestion of it's tricky just for, you know, the yeah. full input. Uh, be quiet, okay? Uh, well, how, many, how many segments are we going to draw this on? All right. <laughs> now, Ralph, you, you have uh, some pretty large shoes to fill. Have you ever heard any clips of Eddie's duets? No. All right, here you go. Of the way we were. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Garcia. <laughs> Scattered pictures <laughs> of the smiles we left behind. I could see Ralph being like Bruno Mars. I could see him being a Bruno Mars type. I can't. No, come on. Get the pipes there. I don't have the pipes. You got to get into it. You got to be all in. You got to be fully committed to it. He does have the fro. Well, he does, yeah, the, mini, the mini yeah. fro. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. We bring in the Coop the Loop, Justin Coop. Ben, former Browns quarterback Deshaun Kaiser was traded to the Green Bay Packers this offseason, and his new coach Mike McCarthy had some kind words for him. McCarthy said that he thinks if Kaiser would have stayed in college for one more year, that he would have been among the first rounders this season. Yeah. Do you agree with him? No, absolutely not. Mike McCarthy doesn't believe that either. He's blowing smoke here. Right, a, if McCarthy watched game film, which I assume he does, that's part of his job here, and he checked out Deshaun Kaiser, and he still thinks he's a first-round pick, He's got to be the dumbest guy on the face of the earth here. It is more likely than not that he's simply playing the role of Lou Holtz, the bombastic boss, the defender, the cheerleader of his players. Nobody believes this. I know when he believes this. And B, Kaiser, he was overmatched by NFL defenses despite, despite the cannon launcher, which he possesses there. Uh, he struggled to read defenses. He played with anxiety and fear. There's no other way to spin it. And, yeah, he was a rookie and he's playing for the Browns and all that. But even the Green Bay Packers are not fully invested in Deshaun Kaiser. He's an insurance policy. They're not grooming him to be the long-term quarterback for the Packers. Next. Now, John Gruden told reporters that he thinks that the Raiders need a third pass rusher, a pass rusher other than Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin. Now, Gruden pointed out that their third-round pick, Arden Key, as the solution. Yeah. Ben, does this mean the Raiders are screwed if Key doesn't pan out, or is he overselling the importance well, of a third pass? Number one, Arden Key has a lot of red flags, right? You know, he's a, a third-round pick. I, the scouting report on him, he lacked personal discipline, conditioning issues at LSU, one-trick pony, liability in the run game, uninspired unless he's rushing the passer. So if you're betting on that guy, good luck, right? And, and listen, John Gruden is hopeful that Arden Key – can play, but be realistic about it. How many third-round draft choices come into the NFL and dominate as rookies? Not that many of them. 
The NFL, you can be good with one or two pass rushers. You're great with three. All right, real quick, number three. Next. Ben, the Baltimore Orioles are on pace to lose 124 games this season. Their worst season on record was a 54-107 and record in 1988. Do you think this team is worse than that one, or are they just sputtering out of the gate, so to speak? No, listen, every team in baseball, I believe in the Lasorda-ism. You win 60, you lose 60. It's what you do with the other 42 games. The Orioles suck, but they're not going to lose 124 games. They'll, they'll lose 100, but not 124. How do we do? You fail. That's a win. I won the game. Another win. Win, win, win. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's play the game. Here we go. It's Mallers Mountain of Money time. Back at it we go. We've got Rob in Ohio. He's working the overnight shift at the Chrysler plant, and he's teamed up with Coop. Team that's going to lose, and then you got Chris in Houston. He's working at the market, and he is teamed up with me. Ben, that would be the winning team. All right, they're very good. We're on. All right, gentlemen, and Wreck It Ralph is going to keep score. Let's <laughs> see how his radio math is. <laughs> and this week, it's the Infinity War edition. Category one, Thanos. Category two, Doctor Strange. Category three, Vision. Or category four, Black Panther. Okay, uh, Chris yeah. in Houston, you Chris. were on the line first. You get to choose the first category. Well, I got to go with Black Panther. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, Rob, that leaves you with Thanos, Doctor Strange, or Vision? Thanos. Thanos, okay. All right. Chris, you were on the line first, so you're going to be going with Ben here. Black Panther, these athletes were all born in Africa. All right. Okay. Well, good luck. Here we go, Chris. 45 seconds on the clock. And go. All right. Star for the Rockets in the 80s and early 90s. Correct. Uh, Canadian point guard uh, played for the Suns. Two MVPs. That's correct. Uh, Star of the 76ers, the center for the Sixers right now. McKinney Matumbo. No, the Sixers. No, Joel Embiid. Yeah, you're right. Uh, All right. uh, Now, whatever you just said might apply here. Uh, Cookie Monster. Sounds like. McKinney Matumbo. Correct. Center, power forward for the Raptors, played with Oklahoma City. Correct. Uh, the Blade Runner killed someone in the Olympics uh, back in the day. Correct. Uh, the Nigerian Nightmare, Chiefs running back, 1980s. Uh, running oh, back, number wow. 35, played at Azusa uh, Pacific in Southern California. Uh, oh. nah. Should give his no. nickname. The Nigerian nightmare. I said that. Oh, you did. Stupid. Okay. Uh, yeah, I said his nickname. Uh, yeah, oh, the relax Nigerian over nightmare. there. We well, should have said his nickname. Well, I just I'm... said the nickname. Okay, relax. I just said it. Ben, relax. How dare you? I'm on the controls looking at three right. things. Relax. Well, you did all right, Chris. You didn't get the last one. It was, yeah, it was not bad. Christian Okoye. What, what's, what's the score over there, Wreck-It Ralph? 240 points. All right. Okay. All right, Me? now we're going to put 45 seconds back on the Which clock. Which category did Coop get here? Coop right, and Rob. Rob Thanos. These athletes have been known to spend serious resources on bling. Right. Okay. All right, Rob, let's do it. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. Current quarterback of the Saints. Drew Brees. Uh, potentially the best boxer of all time. He's undefeated. Is, is, say that again. Undefeated boxer. He's 50-0. Nickname Money. Oh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yes. Uh, he just reached 3,000 hits. He's an Angels uh, washed-up slugger. Cool yes. Uh, this guy likes to stomp on people's faces. He's a dirty player. He's with the Dolphins. He's now with the Rams. Yes. Uh, this guy got his uh, his chain snatched off his neck by Aqib Talib. Michael Crabtree? Yes. 
Uh, this guy just broke his chain sliding uh, sliding on the base path. Uh, he's a Met slugger. He's from Cuba. Uh, oh. 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 That was it. Yeah, you, you weren't bad, but the pace was not good. Uh, that that yeah. was my fault. I, I yeah. stumbled on that. Yoannis Cespedes, or as Ben likes to say, Yoannis Cespedes. That's how the Mets broadcasters say. <laughs> That's how I, I, I watch the Mets games. Yeah. You guys don't. All right, Those yeah. dirty New Yorkers. Yeah, all right. Well, fine. Okay, so Coop is barely trailing with Rob. So, Rob, you get to go here. Doctor Strange or Vision? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Right. Okay. These athletes are all a little weird. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. Boxer that bit of Vander Holyfield's ear. Mike Tyson. Uh, this guy started the Malice in the Palace. He was with the Pacers and then later. Ron Artest. Later. Yes. Uh, uh, nicknamed Broadway. Quarterback guaranteed a Super Bowl. Joe Namath. Yes. Uh, this guy was nicknamed the Worm. He had colored crazy Dennis hair. Dennis Rodman. Yes. Uh, this guy would take bathroom breaks in the outfield or listen to his iPod. He was another slugger with the Red Sox, not David Ortiz. Uh, um, Manny Ramirez. Yes. Wow. Uh, this guy was a running back for the Redskins. He was traded or he was traded to the Redskins from the Broncos for Champ Bailey. Oh. Mm. Who are the costumes? At the, yes, yes. Uh, his, I can't his, think of his name. His last name is the same as uh, our president that had sex with Monica Lewinsky. Portis Clinton. That would be his fourth name. Clinton Portis. Yeah. First name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump Portis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Okay, uh, so Ralph, what do they have? What's their total right now? 320. And, oh, man. And what do Chris and Ben have? 240. All right. We got this, Chris. We got this. I'm going to I'm going to have to give you a golden ticket unfortunately. All right. So Ralph let us know uh, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. if they pass the uh, amount total here. Okay. Vision. They'll, these, they'll sweep this category. These NBA oh, players, you know, we're good. All have or, or had excellent court vision. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. All right. Uh, Lakers guard, 1980s, number 32. Magic Johnson. Correct. Uh, he's always injured. He plays point guard for your Rockets right now. Chris Paul. Former Clipper legend. Utah Jazz guard, 1980s. John Stockton. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans guard. Played for the Celtics. Won a championship. Ray John that is that's accurate. a winner. Uh, Utah Jazz. I'm going to keep going. Utah Jazz guard. Uh, played with Minnesota. He's, he's hurt. Rubio. Correct. Uh, White Chocolate. Played with the Sacramento Kings back. Jackson Williams. Yes. Uh, Nuggets. A Serbian. Star triple double guy currently for the Denver Nuggets. They're center. No, they're center right now for the oh, Nuggets. Uh, Nikolai Nokia. Yeah, Nokia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, you got that right. Good job. We ran the board. That's how you do it there. That's the winner. Yes. Look at that. You're finally you back it. in the win that's column. That's how you join together. Good, Good job. Good game, Chris. Rob. Good game. Good job. We dominated. Woo. Boom. Uh, we tried. Yeah. All right. Well, back- Danny, play my music. <laughs> the man's demanding his music there. He want, he's he's <laughs> demanding music. The man needs his music right this, now. This is your music. I've got a golden ticket. You did it. I've got a golden <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Woo! All right, all right. Hey, hey, I want to I do some testing for, for future uh, versions of this game. If I said Mad Dog dance during the Lakers parade, would any of you, either of you got it? Mark Madsen. Yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Oh, Chris would Yeah, all right. Good job. Uh, hey, Rob, and we have a nice parting gift. We're going to give you a lifetime supply of nothing. So whenever you want nothing, think of the Ben Maller Show, the show that gives you nothing. You seem like a good guy. I hope it gets you through the overnight. And also, uh, for a limited time until they build an airport, we, we'll give you a flight. Uh, it's a one-way flight uh, to nowhere. So you and, and you know, and I hope you enjoy that. You can fly right into nowhere. You land at the nowhere airport. And there you're in nowhere, so congratulations. I hope you enjoy that. A nice parting gift here 
on the Ben Mather Show. Because we're the show that cares. Isn't that right, Ralph? Absolutely. We're the, we're the show that cares about the customer. We care about, we want them to be right. We want them yeah. to have a wonderful, entertaining experience. Yeah. Now, Ben, when the Weed Man Hippie Talent Show tickets become available, will you be giving those out in place of golden tickets? Uh, don't, uh, leave, stop mentioning the guy's name, okay? I'm having a back and forth with him. We're having a moment. <laughs> but he loves you. He, he's, he's delusional. He smokes so much weed that he thinks he's going to sell out a Vegas theater with the overnight lister here. I told him, I said, listen, if you want to have a good time, you do this. You have a great time. We'll have a wonderful night. We'll be telling stories about this 10, 15, 20 years from now. But if you're in this to make money, this this could be the single. This is like Enron. Investing in Enron is what this is. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.